When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tuesday, but we still got our guy Pat Sertan on number two on the field, number one in your hearts. Pat, <laughs> what is going on, my friend? What's happening? Another week. <laughs> Another week. Broncos are back. Pat's back. And man, the vibes are amazing because of that big Kansas City win. We're going to jump into that. We're going to jump mm-hmm. into some bye week stuff, maybe a little Halloween party that you guys had, and then also preview Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, and how you guys get this huge win on Monday night against the Bills and former teammate of yours, Von Miller. But first, I said number one on the field. Pat, everyone in Broncos country has known that you're the best cornerback in the NFL, but someone else recently said that you're the number one cornerback in the NFL. Yeah, Pat, I'm curious. Uh, did you watch the Chappelle show ever growing up? Yeah, I watched, I watched some of it. So you would appreciate that A.J. Brown hit you with the Dylon. He said, top five corners in the NFL, PS2, 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 and PS2. <laughs> hey, man, I, that's greatly appreciated, um, especially coming from a guy like him. So uh, that means a lot. So is is AJ Brown just the he's one two three four and five as well in terms of wide receiver? Uh, I don't know, Pat. Is he? <laughs> he he definitely he definitely is he's definitely in that category for sure. I he mean, put, what what he's done has it been five six straight games of 125 yards or did that break this past week? Uh, ooh, I actually don't know, I, but he put he he's like a the Jokic of NFL wide receivers. Like, every game you look up and you're just like, how does he have that many numbers? Yeah, yeah. It, it's really true. But he did 125 yards for five or six straight games, maybe even seven if he did this past week. Pat, what is the equivalent for a cornerback to do something like 125 receiving yards in, like, six straight games? Um, <laughs> See, with cornerback, it's, it different. it's different. <laughs> I'll say if you – it's like if you hold receivers under – 30 yards every five games. Like, I think that's a good what? stat line for a corner. Is is that like a number for then you? you, or then, you like... then you add like the interceptions in it uh, uh, to certain parts of the game. So, um, okay. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I'll say I'll give you that stat line. Is 30 like a good number for you? Or mm-hmm. like, if I hold my guy under 30 yards, that means I clamped him. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Especially, especially. In this day and age, in this game of football, it's like, you know what I mean? It's, everybody can pass the ball now. So if you limit 
like a top receiver, a top target to under 30 yards. That's a big-time game. I mean, speaking of big-time games, you and the defense against Patrick Mahomes, zero <coughs> touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes the last time you were on the field, zero touchdowns for the Chiefs' entire offense. How difficult is that? I mean, we all know from an outside perspective, just, I mean, that rarely happens. That's only happened to Mahomes seven times in his career where he's been held without a touchdown. But from a player perspective, just how tough was that feat? Yeah, um, you know, it's very rare that, you you know, you see that, especially with their offense. But, you know, going in towards the week, uh, we knew we had to do game plan-wise. And like we mentioned before, you know, having playing them two weeks prior uh, before that game, I just think that that helped a lot because we was really keyed in on, you know, fixing the little things and be, making sure we're on top of, okay, um, personnel, uh, alignment and assignment. And we just had a good plan, a good game plan going in towards that week. So, um, you know, us as a defense, that's the type of standard uh, we hold ourselves to. So, um, you know, it's only the beginning. So, you know, it's just a good start and a great game from us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's pretty crazy to see that because obviously the defense kind of struggled, maybe not all the way up until that, that Chiefs game, the first one, but pretty close to it. And so you have that game and then to back it up and do it a second time, that to me is just like, it's impressive. It's kind of like, it's like proving it when you win a game of pig or horse or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm curious if you think that they did anything all that differently in the second game or, or did it feel like, like, did it feel like just an extension of the first game you played against them or were there big changes or differences that you noticed? Yeah, I think it was just an extension. Um, it was stuff we was familiar with uh, through the course of the game. Um, obviously, you know, you have those plays where it's just like, you know what I mean? It's a football play. Like, you know, Pat will make a great throw over the middle and it's like, dang, as a defense, you know, there's nothing you can do about it, but just move on to the next play. But I just feel like collectively, um, you know, we wasn't surprised by anything, flustered by anything. We was just on top of things. And I just feel like going in towards the week, we really studying and hone in on those little things that, you know, we struggled with early on against them. And we really like locked in and prepped on that. Obviously, you, you had had a few matchups with the Chiefs before that one, but your teammate Justin Simmons had played them a lot of times in his career and hadn't gotten over the hump. I'm just curious if that was extra special for you guys, for him, you know, to have that game ceiling interception, to get the win over the Chiefs, to finally get that as a part of his career. Yeah, man. Um, I know Justin, um, Garrett Bowles, you know, those guys who's been here for a while, um, who hasn't, they haven't gotten over that hump of beating the Chiefs. I knew that was a pretty surreal moment for them. Um, but the crazy thing about it is, um, even how excited we was, Sean, uh, he mentioned that we shouldn't be surprised by it. Like, this mm -hmm. should be the standard, you know, winning big time games, especially divisional games like that. So, um, you know, it's good to secure a win finally over the Chiefs, but, you know, knowing what this organization could build on and knowing what the type of talent, the type of team we have, um, it's expected, you know, to win those type of games. So. I love that. And uh, speaking of your one of your teammates, oh, one of your teammates that got an interception in that game, Jaquan McMillan. You called him yesterday, Pat, yes, when you when you talked to the media. You called him a game changer. When did you realize that? Oh man, 
this guy can play. I mean, was it that pick against Patrick Mahomes to start off the game, or did you notice something uh, before? No, I noticed this since his rookie year in training camp. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? Because, you know, obviously when you go into training camp, like, you know a certain amount of guys, you don't know how they play and this and that. But, you know, as soon as he stepped in, like, he was, like, balling out. He was making plays left and right. The next thing you know, I'm in the film room and I'm looking. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he had a streak where, like, there was a certain amount of days, certain amount of weeks where he haven't allowed a completion on him. And that mm -hmm. was, like, something that was eye-opening because, you know what I mean, usually when you see somebody, you know, come in and step up, you know what I mean, they – probably struggle with some things, but he came in locked, locked in and ready. So, um, you know, when I seen him making plays on Sunday, I wasn't surprised at all. And then, Pat, after you said that Jaquan was a game changer yesterday, I was thinking about it, and I was like, okay, he's an undrafted guy that plays inside. Then you have a first-round top-ten pick in you on the outside. And then I thought back to the no-fly zone with you had Chris Harris, who started off inside, undrafted guy, and Aqib Tlaib on yep. the outside, who's a, a first-round pick. And I thought, why? This is such a similar position. Do you have any idea why outside corners are valued like, I mean, no one else outside of the quarterback position, while the inside guys, undrafted, or, or the, the slot guys are valued like like uh, one of one of the least in the NFL. Is, do you have any idea why that's the case? I mean, um, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, I could. I feel like a valuable nickel is just as important as a valuable corner um, in the structure of a defense. But um, I don't know why. Maybe because of the personnel. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes when you're and base personnel, you know, Nickel won't be out there. Um, I don't know, but uh, I don't know the notion uh, behind it, but I would, who knows? I mean, it's probably because someone like Pat has to go up against the number one wide receiver on the outside, mm -hmm. whereas on the inside, you're getting, you know, slot receivers against slot corners. Mm -hmm. But with the way the NFL has changed, a lot of times you're getting teams lining up their guys in the slot. You're getting like Debo. Mm -hmm. Uh, matched up in the slot and it's funny because you know we used to have Chris Harris on this show and he used to always talk about that playing in the slot is harder because <laughs> you got to be able to you got to cover the in breaking routes you got to cover the out breaking routes you know they can go anywhere on the field um with with Jaquan or Jaquan is it is one of those things where he showed it in practice so many times that they just couldn't help but get him out there on the field um I mean, yeah, uh, obviously he was battling it out, competing for that role, but uh, we knew uh, J-Mac was really, uh, you know, a very pivotal part of our defense um, just by what we've seen in training camp and in preseason. So um, it was just only a matter of time until his name was called because, um, you know, injuries happen in the NFL. Then you got uh, a lot of adjustments that's made throughout the course of the season. So. Um, when his name was called, you know, obviously I knew uh, what he was going to do um, in big time games. So um, it was just only a matter of time uh, for Sean to, you know, come to fruition. For me, I think one of the words that is so important for a corner is consistency. And I think you have been a, a model of consistency since you got into the league. But there's a lot of times these young guys who burst onto the scene and they have a couple good games or whatever, but it's hard for them to keep it up. For him, 
what is the challenge of keeping it consistent and what do you do to stay so consistent on the field? Yeah, I think the challenge is um, staying the course. Um, you know, do what you did throughout those weeks when you had a great game and just build on it uh, the weeks forward. Um, because, you know, each and every week along the line of the season, it gets harder and harder. Uh, the schedule gets tougher, especially in November, December. That's our, like, crucial games for the season. So, um, you know what I mean? Just prepare the right way. Um, you know, practice habits, study habits, I believe that's key. And that goes with me as well, too. Um, the reason why I have stayed so consistent uh, in my career was just, um, you know, chiming in on the little things, uh, work by work, detail by detail, making sure I don't miss a beat, you know what I mean, each and every day I step on the field. So um, it's just little things like that that will help elevate your game. So when we're done with this, I'm actually going back home and writing about Jaquan. So I've got one more yeah. Jaquan question that I want to ask, <laughs> and then we can move on from Jaquan. Um, He's looking for a juicy <laughs> quote here. I just, I just want, like, going in print. <laughs> what's he like off the field? Like, are, are, are there any stories that you have or, like, any moments that you remember with him, like, in the locker room or going out to dinner or whatever it might be? Uh, <laughs> not, like, J, J Mac, he, he, uh, um, he, 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 he low-key, he calm, you know what I mean? He's laid back. Um, you know, that's just his personality. Um, but he also, he also, you know, he talks a lot as well, too. But, um, yeah, he's, I, I could say he's laid back. Uh, not much, you ain't gonna get too much from him, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a cool, cool guy to be around. Well, and Pat, we're going to ask you about some of your other teammates because there's a little Broncos Halloween party. And I got to say, you uh, went yeah. all out <laughs> on that. want to ask you about yeah. that after I tell you about our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. If you need a roof over your home or business, call our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. Visit them at redhawkroofing.com. Tell them that DNVR sent you. They've got quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time. They are huge DNVR supporters, and they have a free no-obligation roof and property inspection and free in-depth photo reports for all of your inspections. So check them out at redhawkroofing.com and tell them DNVR sent you. Also, uh, check out Hero Bread. Mm. Um, have you tried it, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's it's, it like? It's fire. The tortillas. Uh, the tortillas are legitimately life-changing. Life-changing. A tortilla. I mean, even if you are someone who loves tortillas, like you consider yourself a tortilla connoisseur, wouldn't you want tortillas that had very low carbs in them? If they I guess of course. The same. Yeah, like everyone should want that. You would think. And there you go. That's what they have. Their <laughs> Actually, tortillas. You would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah. If I give you a blind taste test right now, you'd you wouldn't be able to know which one has no uh, zero to two net carbs. Well, well, I don't know. He he. All he does is eat quesadillas and McDonald's. So he actually might be true. the one person that can tell. I, I'll let's put it to the test. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. But yeah, I mean, Hero Bread. They've got all sorts of different products. It's not just tortillas. Um, they've got like sliced bread and different buns, burger buns, hot dogs, all, all these different things, and. Um, you know, they've they've got other perks, too. So they're low carbs, some of them no carbs, less than 100 calories, high fiber, no sugar, um, a whole bunch of protein in them, too. So if you're looking for some better bread for you, uh, then Hero Bread is the answer. And right now, if you head over there, you can go to hero.co and save 10% with the code DNVR. Speaking of hero, let's bring back our guy, Pat Sertan, <laughs> uh, hero in, in the secondary for the Broncos. Um, so, Pat. 
Uh, the Halloween probably couldn't have fallen at a better time for a Broncos Halloween party. Not only right after beating the Chiefs when the vibes are as high as can be, but right during the bye week, right before everyone left. I mean, it was like the perfect storm. And so you guys took advantage of it. And uh, I mean, I got to say, there were some pretty impressive outfits on there on social media <laughs> that went around. It, costumes okay yeah well outfits. i don't know jerry's like he has an outfit to go that's along a with costume. The costume. that's a costume <laughs> uh, that's a good one too i guess pat you well pat had an outfit he, he also had a full costume um so you went with the avatar look is that right yeah avatar look <laughs> it, i mean i shouldn't say look you went with like you were just all costume. you were an avatar full, yes like the full shebang everything like uh we had a makeup artist like come and do everything like body paint and stuff like that. And it took like three hours. <laughs> then I had to like, that's like a wig I had on <laughs> with the braids. Then I had to, then I had like all types of accessories with me. And it was, it was crazy. We went all out for sure. Um, but why not though? Um, you know, Halloween supposed to go all out. What, what inspired the avatar costume? I mean, it was just something that that just sort of just happened. Uh, we was like, okay, Avatar. I think that'd be a good one. But <laughs> Avatar, you can't like downplay. You got to really go all out. You know what I mean? Give out the full effect, the full look. So, uh, you know, that's what I had to do. <laughs> I think I remember in the movie when, that, when they were doing that pose in Avatar. <laughs> nah, this this avatar behind the scenes. <laughs> Man, Coach Prime hangs out with Avatar. That's pretty wow. cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who who was the uh, who had the coolest costume? Obviously, I mean, besides yourself. Let's see. I think I ain't gonna lie. There was there was quite a few good costumes. Uh, Jew came out with the Pennywise look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was terrifying. You see Russ with the prime. Um, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of good costumes out there. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, it's so now let's with, let's throw some of your Chucky. teammates under the bus. Then who had the worst costume? Or did did anyone <laughs> just show up like costumeless? Yeah, Alex. I don't know what Alex was doing. Oh no, <laughs> that was my costume. <laughs> Alex, um, Alex did tell me. Uh, he ordered the costume, but uh, it didn't come in on time. So, um, you know, I've used that excuse so many times. I give him a bypass. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, you know, I wouldn't have known this unless my wife made me be this. She's Justin Bieber there. It's Justin uh, and Haley Bieber. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty weak. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I contend that Russell I, Wilson. I, that. <laughs> I contend that Russell Wilson didn't have to buy any new things for his costume. Like, he might have already had that hoodie. Oh, yeah. I've seen him wear that cowboy hat before. Um, he didn't get, like, any special Coach Prime sunglasses. He just had regular yeah, sunglasses yeah, yeah. on. <laughs> so uh, while he, he got, like, the look in general, he didn't – I don't think he actually put much effort into it. And he probably has the most means to do any sort of costume. That is true. That, <laughs> that is true. true. You could be Coach Prime right now. I ha Yeah, I don't have the Coach Prime. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have a CU sweatshirt on. I what do. are your socks yeah. like? Oh, I can kind of see him. No, yeah. they're not the white ones. You need yeah, the white ones I'd have to, to go white ones over this. Yep. And then... Um, I guess you could borrow mine. I just go... I just need the Coach Prime glasses. Like, if you're going to do it, at least get the actual Coach Prime sunglasses that are for sale. Right, right. The, uh, what are they called again? 
I, I don't know. I only know Shady Rays. Well, there we go. Uh, there we go. I like that. Um, also, who's Todd? Did he? Yep, yep, yeah, that's Jared. That's a pretty good one. Going with Elvis. Okay. Yeah. Todd okay. was saying that he didn't wear costumes to the team Halloween party. First of all, I don't know if I believe that, but also that can't be allowed, right, Pat? <laughs> was not allowed. Todd was saying he didn't wear costumes to the Todd team Davis. Halloween party. Yeah. Oh, I I ain't know that. I don't know if that's true or not. There's no way. So I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless he if he ain't want to put a costume on. <laughs> yeah, she could be a Broncos. Yeah, player. Halloween. You supposed, supposed to have a. You supposed to go all out. Oh yeah. yeah. I, Did you see anybody go as Pat Sertan? <laughs> I'm sure there was like a kid somewhere who dressed up like you. Yeah, there was a few um, people that mentioned me uh, in my stories. I posted a few of them, so uh, yeah, okay. it's pretty. It's pretty cool seeing that repping repping the jersey. So, when was the when was the first time that you noticed someone dressed as you? Like, did did it ever happen in high school, or was it when you got <laughs> to Alabama, or did it did it wait until the NFL when you were seeing kids dressed like you? It was it was it started in Alabama, um, yeah. in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I seen a post with a kid uh, with my jersey on. He had like the whole. The helmet, the chin strap, the pads, knee pads, thigh pads, cleats. <laughs> yeah, he went all out. So uh That was actually yeah, me. Like that was me. <laughs> that was you? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Maybe I can meet you uh, someday. You doing <laughs> uh, speaking of Tuscaloosa, you yeah. uh you made your way to Tuscaloosa for Alabama, LSU mm-hmm. a couple of days later after that Halloween party. Um were you just there for, for the day to see your, your tide roll? Yeah, I, I went to go support um the tide, man. Um they having a pretty good season so far. Um obviously it was a big convincing win for them. So uh going out there, going back to the you know, old stepping grounds in Alabama. Uh, it's pretty cool to see uh, familiar faces back there and being able to support them. So, all right. So, when are you a bigger deal in Tuscaloosa? When you're on the team and you guys are undefeated and winning, or when you come back as an NFL superstar? Mm. I think when you're on the team, when you're on the team, you get a little bit more love, <laughs> um, like because you're there present. You get to experience, you know, all the fans and, you know what I mean, the school experience. Uh, but I feel like when you're away, obviously they show love when you're away, but it's just not the same. You don't get that mutual type of, mm-hmm. um, you know, type of feeling from the experience. So. All right, Pat, you talked about how the season's only going to get tougher from here. Yeah, Wait, I have more? one more yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on your time in Tuscaloosa. You know how, like, NBA players, when they come down the tunnel, sometimes they're, like, sending a message with their outfits? Yeah. Mm. So was the jacket that says a wolf will never lose sleep over the opinions of sheep uh, <laughs> a message to someone somewhere? You talking about a jacket? Yeah. It, it wasn't exactly that quote. It said it was a wolf will never be a pet. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, so they, so it changed, it changed it up a little bit. Um, I think, I think because you know, I, I went on college game day. I have to, you know, what I mean, put it on, put it together. If I just, if I just going to the game, I would have put on sweats like a Nike Tech, um, <laughs> some Air Maxes, maybe. You know what I mean? But since I went on 
national TV, I had to present myself differently. <laughs> can, can I borrow that jacket to be Pat Sertan for Halloween next year? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's, hanging, it's hanging up in the closet right now. All right. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so, Pat, you mentioned how the schedule is only going to get harder. November, December, um, Bills coming up. And for you specifically, um, mm -hmm. Stefan Diggs this coming week. Then Justin Jefferson. He was just activated from the injured reserve just a couple of minutes ago. So you got those two coming up. But let's focus on this next game, Bills game. What makes Stefan Diggs such a such a good wide receiver? It seems like regardless of if the Bills win or lose, he's just putting up numbers every week. Yeah, I think he's um, very crafty in his routes. Obviously, when you have Josh Allen, that helps a lot too. But, um, you know, throughout his career, I can see how efficient he is in his route running. And, you know, I mean, a very underrated part of his game too is his yards after the catch. Uh, his ability to make explosives from and make um, nothing into something. So, um, you know, I mean, he's a great player um, all around, and it's something that we got to hone in on for sure. Yeah, I'm curious, having played Patrick Mahomes a couple times in the past few weeks and now facing Josh Allen, obviously both of them have big arms and they're pretty mobile, but what is, what is the biggest difference between those two that, that you see? Biggest difference, um, I say Josh Allen. I mean, they're both risk takers, but I say he's a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's willing to allow his receivers to go up and make plays down the field, uh, sometimes in double coverage. Um, you know, what I mean, he's just willing to make those big time plays because I think it goes to show uh, the trust he has in his arm ability. Um, and sometimes the uh, it doesn't go well for him, but and sometimes it does. You know, I mean, I just feel like he's a risk taker, and that's the difference between them two. So, so then, Pat, do you because you don't get targeted probably as much as you want in order to get those opportunities for interceptions? Do you prefer going up against quarterbacks that are maybe more risk takers and will throw the ball your way a little more? Yeah, definitely. Um, it gives you more opportunity to make plays. You know what I mean? So. And, you know, that's that's what I like uh, when the ball comes your way often. So um, and I know I know um, this week is going to happen often. So it's a very exciting week. Um, all receivers want the ball, but some receivers more than others get upset when they don't get the ball. Do you take pride as a corner when you get to put a receiver in position mm. where they're on the sideline saying, Hey, what the hell? Give me the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's a great game as a corner when the quarterback don't look your way. Uh, we don't, when you don't get no balls, um, thrown to your side, um, you're doing something right. So, um, it may not show up in the stat sheet. You know what I mean? When you have a quiet game as a corner, that's a good thing. So, um, when you able to frustrate uh, the opposing team receivers, that's a great thing as well too. Can Man. you feel it too when they're starting to get frustrated, flustered uh, out there on the field? Yeah, because then offense is going to start force feeding and try to force things to happen. And usually when that happens, their whole game plan go out the window. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you're a corner and that happens, you're doing your job. <laughs>
<laughs> Man, I'm seeing I'm seeing this game unfolding in my head right now. <laughs> Maybe interception and uh, receiver gets upset, but something that we're gonna see on the field for the first time ever is Von Miller playing against the Broncos. Now, Pat, obviously you guys are on the same side of the ball, so you don't actually go up against each other. But you were you were Von's teammate for half a season before he was traded, your rookie season. Uh, what what was it like? being a teammate with Von Miller. And do you have any stories, maybe like the first time you, you met or heard from Von or, or any Von stories? Um, yeah, man, Von, Von uh, he put me under his wing as soon as I stepped in uh, the building. And uh, I could already feel like the impact he had, you know, in the locker room and in the organization in the city of Denver. So, you know, having a guy like that uh, on your team, you know, it was huge especially from a leadership standpoint. Um, you know, he's just a tremendous leader out there, um, a great teammate to have around. And um, and when you got a guy like that on the field, you know, it ups your play as well, too. But um, I always remember Vaughn saying he was president uh, of my fan club. So uh, <laughs> that was some stories, man. And I was like, man, because I always watched Vaughn, like him being the Super Bowl MVP, you know, him making plays year in and year out. And when he said that, I, I felt pretty inspired. Like, damn, that's crazy coming from him. Well, I, I lied to you, Pat. I, that wasn't actually me dressed up as you for Halloween. That was Vaughn dressed up <laughs> as you. I could actually see Vaughn doing something like that. And he uh, he turned his house, his basement, into what was it? Club was it Club Fifty Eight? Yep. Is that yeah. what it was called? Club Fifty Eight. Where I mean, for years that was the place, as you know, Pat, where players would go during the week after games. That that would be the place. Pat, I know you just bought a house. Are you thinking of turning your basement into uh, Club, Club Two, two? And, and and having that be the place for the Broncos guys to go? I I ain't got the basement space for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna sell myself short before I even think about doing it. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's, that's fair. like years ahead. <laughs> I'm curious what you think of playing on Monday Night Football. You know, like, like if you could, would you play on Monday Night Football every week, or, or is it kind of annoying knowing that that changes up the schedule so much? From like this week, you have to push everything back. Next week, everything's kind of rushed. Yeah, um, it gives you a longer time to prepare. I could say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's there's like pros and cons to it. You know, pros is a late game. You get to study longer. You know what I mean? Get your bodies back. Mm -hmm. But then next week, you're right back into it. You know what I mean? It's like a quick turnaround. So it's, it's pros and cons to it. Without giving away any of your secrets, when you have extra time to prepare, what does that allow you to do? Like, you know, if it's a Thursday night game, okay, mm -hmm. I got to do this. But if I have all the way till Monday, I can get all the way into this. See, that's the thing. Thursday night games be brutal. I mean, because you, you, you got a limited time to prepare. Then you just finish the game, and next thing you know, two days later, you travel. You know what I mean? To, or you playing the game, um, you know, in a few days. So, I don't know. Thursday's game is, is, is very tough um, on the body and mentally. But, you know, it's something we have to do, you know, uh, honestly. So, that's the, that's the downfall of it. Pat, speaking of this game coming up and Von Miller, one of the great many quotes that Von had was, uh, I can't, talking about like junk food. He said, 
I can't put unless well, he he had missed practice because he got food poisoning <laughs> from right. wasn't it like it was eating m- cheese sticks in a movie theater? Mozzarella sticks yes. in the movie theater. So he said you can't put uh eighty five in a Lamborghini or something <laughs> yep, along, or yep, in a Ferrari. Yep, in a Ferrari. And then uh Todd Davis was with us yesterday and he said, Man, playing in Buffalo the hotels aren't as good because it's a smaller place. And the only food you can find there is buffalo wings. And I said, well, that doesn't sound too bad. And he said, well, I can't be putting that 85 in my Ferrari body. Uh, do, do, do you view uh, your body? What, what what type of car do you view your body as? What type of car? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I got a lot of horsepower in me, man. Uh, mm. <laughs> That's a Broncos pun. I like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say like a Ferrari. Yeah, uh, that'll work. Can't go wrong. Yeah, you really can't. You know what I mean? Ferrari. Uh, but believe it or not, I, I probably use unleaded. Still <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I, I ain't the type of guy that uh, use premium fuel in my tank. You know what I mean? I use everything. <laughs> I think I think Zach Every might be time. a Prius. Oh, I'm a Prius. I think if I had to pick one. Wait, you know, I, just so efficient. Yeah, you know? I need uh, I need Pat to tell us what cars we are. <laughs> <laughs> Get him in trouble. <laughs> uh, or we can go through the schedule and he can tell us what car every team is that they're oh, yeah. playing. That'll Ooh, get him in trouble. <laughs> speaking of the schedule, so I brought this up. I think it was your first show on here. Um, but Justin Jefferson is on my fantasy football team. Oh my god. And, and just because I know like next week's gonna be fast, we probably don't get to have oh you on next god. week. I should probably bench him in that game, right? If you want to do his best for your team. <laughs> okay, okay, good. I awesome. love it. I was hoping that was a question that Pat was just gonna hang up the collar yeah, like you did last time. Yeah, just like that would have been perfect. Hey, well last week though, I said watch out for Samari Toure. What uh-huh. happens? They throw uh, a ball they, up to him at the end of the game. PJ Locke picks it off. The Broncos mm, win. You're so taking I get to, credit for that? <laughs> I'm absolutely you're taking credit. because you said watch out for him. They were ready on that play. Absolutely. That's See, exactly what I'm saying. I saw a pretty weak attempt Ooh. at a uh, contested ball that was easily intercepted and thought Henry was wrong about this guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, so this week, though, this week, Latavius Murray, he's going to yeah. be back. He's running the ball for the Bills. The Super Bowl, he told me... If you're trying to break a tackle, you know, low man wins. So, Pat, just want to say, if you try, oh, if, thanks, if you try to tackle Latavius, he's, he's going low. That's going to be the strategy there. And if you make he's that tackle, I'm low. taking credit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Pat, I think uh, that's enough, Henry, that you can handle today. But yep. thanks so much for joining us. Um, it's just awesome to have you on today. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you all again for having me on the show. And I For think sure. we're going to have uh, some PS2 shirts in Ooh, stock soon. So make go. sure to check out the DNVR lock. You can find it on Pat's Instagram. You can find it on our Instagram as well if you want to get one of his shirts because those are coming in soon. I'll hit you up about that jacket in like 355 days. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Right on, Pat. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, y'all. All right. See you, Pat. Um, okay, Henry. So you uh, you said I'm a Prius. What's Ryan? Ryan is wow. Let's see. It's definitely fast when it wants to be. Mm. 
I think I think you know it's just like the motivated Ryan is really going. What, right. is, a, what is a motivated car? I think of like a Mustang. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I there's think some... of myself as more of like a an Escalade. Mm. Okay, yeah, there's some of that too. Don't those get like broken into a lot? I don't know. My car literally got broken into <laughs> this weekend. Oh, it did. No. Yeah. So thanks. Where was really it? Bringing up a story oh, so no. In the garage of my apartment complex. That's the worst. Oh no. Yep. Yep. My old cart um, has been stolen, was stolen twice, um, once for a day and another time for a week. Wow, a yeah. week. A week. And then, like, the police found it or they just brought it back? They're like, this thing sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, crazy enough, one of my old neighbors who uh, was a policeman just found it, like, down the street from him. And he, like, noticed that it was a stolen car that had been abandoned, looked in, found, like, the registration, was like, Oh, I think I know these people. Let me just, like, call them. Yeah, so very weird. But sorry about your car. Yeah, man. The worst part is they broke in. There's nothing in there. Like, we're pretty good at not leaving valuables in our car. The only valuable things I I leave in my car is my golf clubs. Mm. And, like, no one is going to steal golf clubs, I don't think. Because it's, like, specific. What are you going to do with them? Can you sell them, You could sell them, but, like... I live in downtown Denver. Yeah. The people that are stealing stuff out of cars aren't like bringing this back to their house and putting it on eBay. You know <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, th- like, they didn't take those. All they stole was a tripod out of the back of the car, which was like an $80 tripod. So, the most expensive thing they got was the window. Wow. But they didn't like take well, it's the not window. Like they they that's, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. you broke. Oh. So, like, now this is going to cost me 500 bucks, which is like just oh. above my, or like just, yeah. you know, that's my deductible. So, yeah. you're not even, no point in making a claim. Yep. Yeah. 500 bucks for you to get a tripod that you have no idea what you're going to do with it. I think Zach might be more of a Tesla than a Prius. Oh, oh that's nice. I'll definitely take that. Yeah, yeah like it's an upgrade, but kind of in that same line, you know? <laughs> I'll take that for that's sure. That's definitely an upgrade. <laughs> Henry's been driving the same car the entire time I've known him, so sure. I can't see anything but his car when I think 2015 about it. Nissan Juke. Also, there's a there's a debate going. Um, one guy says I'm a clown car. One says I'm an wow. 09 Ford Focus with hail damage. Um, a geo metro which i had to google not a good car (laughs) roof comes off but you're saying you're saying you're a cadillac you're definitely not a cadillac (laughs) i just well it's one of those things where like it's like a negotiation Mm, you guys like you know (laughs) if i want a hundred bucks and they're offering me like five right now it's like i need like a thousand (laughs) yeah it's it's gotta be like a smaller car okay I like it better than the hail damage thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I push for Cadillac. I'm a Lamborghini. Yeah, there you go. Now you fall to a Cadillac. Uh, I see what you're doing. Um, someone around me owns the exact I'm, same car as Henry. I'm thinking like a Subaru. Oh, wow. Mm, very cool. Well, that's maybe, Popular. Maybe too Colorado. Popular. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. I mean, he's know, Montana. That, outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Uh, yeah. Someone, one of my neighbors owns the same car that Henry does, and it's always parked like right outside. And every single time I see it, I'm like, what's Hank doing here? And then I realize, no, no, no. The crazy thing about that car is it was the last year that Nissan made the Juke. Mm. And so the resale value is like shockingly high. It's also not a very good car. I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. But then you look at like, if I were to sell it, I could sell it for like, 85% 85% of what I paid for it like wow. eight years ago. That's pretty wow. good. I know. Which so you're is saying you insane. have a collector's car? Yeah. Well, Henry definitely get... doesn't have hail damage. Like, as far as people that I know, he has, he's the least damaged. <laughs> Physically, emotionally? What? Yeah, that's what I just feel. I don't feel like Henry's carrying around a lot of damage. <laughs> I'm a shiny Camry. <laughs> Brand new. You go to the car wash wow. often. 
Fresh uh, off the wall. I actually do need to go do that. Speaking. Like, Henry never does something and you're like, oh, who hurt you, Henry? You know? Uh, that's that's true. That is true. Speaking of shiny, if you have a shiny car, you need Shady Rays because it's Ooh. just going to be so glossy if you get it cleaned all the time. And if you want to get Shady Rays, we're going to give you 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays. And the awesome thing about it is, let's say you do walk outside and there's hail and they get hail damaged. They're going to give you a new pair for free. Mm. And that would be wild if days. their hail was so oh, bad and damaged God. your sunglasses. And that you are, I don't want to say stupid enough but if you're if it, the hail's that bad and you're looking up into the sky where it can hail damage your sunglasses yeah. that would be bad you've made some really bad decisions <laughs> yes, that you is have. True. Um, but they're they're gonna hook you up with another pair for free even if you just get them and you're like man these don't fit my face as well as i thought um <clears throat> but you don't wow. want to blame your face you want to blame the sunglasses they're gonna hey, give you happens. a different pair for free within 30 days so check out shady rays over at shadyrays.com and use the code dnvr to get 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses we love shady rays but also 250,000 people love them because they have over five star reviews by 250,000 people so check them out shadyrays.com use that code dnvr so the picture i saw of Pat's jacket. He had his arms crossed, so uh -huh. I just had to fill in the blanks, and yeah, I just, yeah. mi I just wow. missed it. You Man, know? you tried Jeopardy. No, not Jeopardy. Um, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I did. I was like, oh. Hey, <laughs> all I saw was, oh, a wolf will never. And then I just figured the rest was lose sleep and on the front, and then on the back, I assumed it said over the opin opinions of sheep, mm -hmm. um, which I was just so wrong. Wait, so wait, what did, what did it end up saying? Because I looked at that a picture for a while. A wolf will never be a pet. Which is also kind of a bar. Oh, it is. Oh, that's dope. So you're saying he can like never be tamed? Yes. Mm. And that's true for any individual wolf. Over time, though, I mean, that's, <laughs> why didn't you explain this to Pat? Uh, he, we we don't have time for evolution with Pat. Well, they are now because of Game of Thrones. I don't know. Um, they like wolf dogs have become more popular, Ooh. which is like a hybrid. Huh. Yeah. Um, How cool! Kind of like Zach the Prius, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Tesla. But apparently these things are thank you Henry. incredibly yeah. difficult to tame because they are part wolf. Yeah. So back. So people like yes. you know like just random college kids who love Game of Thrones are getting no. wolf dogs. Or maybe it was um what's the vampire movie? Um, Twilight. Oh, Twilight. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what started this, yeah. which makes it even oh. worse because of that target demo. Oh, uh, yeah. And so then, like, young girls are getting wolf dogs that are, yeah. like, three times the size of them, and they're just taking over their house. And wolves, you know, if you don't show them that you're the alpha, they will just be the alpha. So now they're just, like, ripping people's houses apart. Oh so gosh. back when, uh, up in Montana, of course, of course. when I was in preschool, um, there's, like, this lady who has a wolf dog, and it's whatever, like, 75% wolf, 25% dog or whatever. Uh, and it, I, I can't remember. I was, I'm just gonna let you keep I going. was like four when this <laughs> happened. I can't give you the exact details. I'm sorry. But but so like every year she's like comes in and all the kids get to like see the wolf dog. And it's like, hey, look, come. This is what a wolf is like. And it's like partially dog, but it looks like a wolf. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, fun story. I guess. So it's nice, though. It's nice to the preschoolers. It happened every year. I again, I don't have vivid memories of when I was four, but it kept coming back, so it couldn't have gone too poorly. I uh, went to a wolf sanctuary. There's one in yeah, Colorado. Right, it's yeah. sick. 
Um, and they were like, oh, look, the wolves are really friendly. Like, if you want them to like you, you just have to let them lick your face. <laughs> uh, like, if you yeah. pull away, they'll just think you don't like them and they'll move on to the next person. Oh. <clears throat> and then they're like, the only other rule is, like, don't touch their butt. They just don't like that. Huh. <laughs> Some guy, he's just in there letting oh, it lick man. its face, goes in to scratch the butt, and it, like, made a noise that I was oh. like, if I was that man, I probably would have just shit myself. <laughs> New pants. <laughs> like, uh. Just like a real deep growl. Oh, and as it's by its face, right? Right, exactly. Oh right in your gosh. face. And like, oh, yeah. I was just like, oh my God. There's one rule, dude. One one rule. Oh, wow. Two and rules if, technically, but. If right. you guys want to uh, see a wolf, then uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves will be in town oh. March 29th. We're still doing reads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. And for 31 bucks, including fees, you can be in attendance to see the Nuggets play the Timberwolves. Um, or if you don't want to wait until the end of March, which is when the Wolves will be here, you can actually go tonight. It's kind of boggling my mind that the Warriors are in town and you can get in, including fees, for $64. Wow. That's because the 8 o'clock start. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but we as a society are just beginning coming becoming more and more washed. Everyone is complaining about eight o'clock starts more than ever before these days. I, I agree. Also, with that becoming washed, our town is literally becoming washed right now with the rain. I oh, wonder oh. if rain will also drive those prices down. Like yep. it's getting oh, colder yeah. throughout the day. Like I know snow does that, but I wonder if we're just getting even more washed. Yeah. Where rain will drive those. Just keep down. waiting. I was this morning. It's like a five block walk to Starbucks. So I like had like a hoodie on, some shorts, and I get outside, and I was like, "It's raining and cold," and it was like the worst walk ever. I have but, to. S- oh yeah, you were just last point on wolves and the yep. Timberwolves. <laughs> um, that Timberwolves Brazil account has made me exponentially more interested <laughs> in the Timberwolves because I'm like, "Oh God, what are they gonna post now?" I don't know that account, yeah, but what? I love that you just like speak what like it's ta- a. Uh, <laughs> you guys, the d- Timberwolves Brazil account. Everyone like, else knows the Timberwolves. Really? Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Is it a Timberwolves, like a Brazil account that follows the Timberwolves? So it's like, you know, we have like Broncos yeah. Brazil. Yeah, it's one of those for it's, the Wolves. It's that, but okay. it's Timberwolves oh, Brazil. Yeah. And they post the most unhinged things ever. Wow. I think it's fake. You think it's fake? Yeah, because so in the name, like when it pops up, it says Timberwolves Brazil with like an S instead of the Z. But in the handle, mm. it is a Z. Brazil, that's how they sp- Exactly, but in the, in, Brazil. in the actual handle, it's a Z. So if this was really a Brazilian... It doesn't matter if it's real or fake. <laughs> it's still out there. Oh. It's unhinged. <laughs> I thought it was like, I don't know. There's and my conspiracy theory. They After every time the Timberwolves win, they post like a just completely unhinged wild video of like the some AI wolf thing oh doing... Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Terrible wow. things. Yeah. Uh, and wow. so then every t- every night the wolves play, I'm like, all right, I got to check to see if they won What's so I can happen? go look to see what this account... <laughs> but they're silent if they lose. I don't. I actually don't know if th- what happens when they lose. So do you kind of cheer for but the some wolves Some guy to win quote then? tweeted it yesterday and was like, I, I stay up every night wondering what this account is going to post if the wolves ever win a championship. <laughs> oh, wow. gosh. Yeah. Wow. Just looking now. First of all, I want to take back. This is definitely Brazilian because it's all in like Portuguese. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what it's saying, but the graphics are strange. I'm curious what it says on top. It says Amigos, so I know that word. So we told people about game time. Yep. DNVR. Oh, yeah. Code. Yep. D- so D- D- just DNVR? You have it up. Well, I did, and I went to the Brazilian Timberwolves. <laughs> uh, $20 off if yep. you just have DNVR as the code. It's a great deal. Use that tonight because this is going to be a fun game. Jokic is going to have to score like 
50. They don't have anybody who can guard him because Draymond's probably out anyway. They're all small. There's nobody big on that team. And Jamal Murray isn't playing. So it's just going to be Jokic going at the basket every single time. So I don't... You mean Jokic just will score 50, not he has yeah. to? No. I mean, he just will. If you, he you, know does, you know what's crazy about the Warriors? What? Guess how many players on their team this year have scored 20 or more points just once? And oh. How many players? Or yeah, how many the, times it's happened? Either. Whichever way you want to answer. One, one time. You think only one player has scored 20 I don't know. The points? way you're saying that just made well, it seem like it was easy to count. Steph is like the only player better than Jokic this season in terms of like the metrics and all that. So I'd imagine he's doing a lot. Okay. Clay Thompson has probably done it as well. Okay. And I'll say that nobody else has because that would... But sometimes you do that thing where just a very uh, normal number it's and true. you try to get me to say something I dumb. I so many times this past <laughs> yeah. week at the Broncos game. So I'll say um, those are the only two who've done okay, it. Okay, that was my guess. Ryan was right. One. Only wow. Steph. Clay so talk about, talk, oh talk about a guy just carrying a team. So I don't even I don't know if Jokic has to have a big game as okay. long as like they don't let Steph so, just destroy him. So just so you know, my, my follow-up question, your answer was wrong. My answer was wrong. Because I said, how many times has it been done or how many oh, people have done it? Right. And you said Indeed. either one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> Which no, in that Steph case, would be prob- Steph has only done it once. <laughs> yeah, that pr- they probably wouldn't be six and two if he's only done it once. Probably not. Um, so you guys were just talking about concerning things on the internet. There was a concerning thing that I noticed yesterday that <laughs> needs to be addressed, and we're going to do it right now. So yesterday, we talked about Von Miller. I asked James yes. Palmer. I asked Todd Davis. I asked I our guy see you Baldy. Live. You want to ask Go, what? I want to keep going. Um, I, I asked Baldy, how concerned should the Broncos be about facing Von Miller this year? He's Von freaking Miller. We know how good he is, but he's coming off the season-ending injury last year. He's only played in a couple of games this year. He doesn't have any sacks yet, but all three of those guys said, concerned, very concerned. Like, I, I even tried to make it like, oh, dude, the Broncos have the edge because Garrett Bowles has got, nope, nope, nope. Von Miller has the edge in this game, and so I'm like, okay, I'm scared of what Von Miller could do this game. So we put the poll out on Twitter after the show. How concerned are you about facing Von Miller on Monday Night Football? We had extremely concerned, somewhat concerned, and not concerned. Extremely concerned, 14% of people. Somewhat concerned, 41% of people. Not concerned about facing Von Miller this week, 45% of people. The majority of people are not concerned about going against Von Miller. That makes me even more concerned. Where are you guys? Are you guys with the majority here? No. I I mean, I posted yesterday just like a a meme about the Broncos playing against Von. And like there was a lot of sentiment of just like, oh, I miss Von, blah, blah. But there was a lot of people who were like, he sucks now. I don't miss him at all. I'm glad he's not on the Broncos because he can't play anymore. And I'm like, (laughs) would not recommend. Yeah. Would not recommend. Now, he he has not statistically done anything so far this year. No. Um, But when did he start playing? Three weeks ago? Four weeks? Three, I think. Three. Yeah. But a motivated Vaughn going up against his former team on Monday Night Football, you have to be concerned. It would be irresponsible to not be concerned. Mm -hmm. Now, would I be surprised if he gets... If if statistically he just stays on the same track, it's like, okay, maybe he just doesn't have it anymore. Not yeah. exactly. I wouldn't be shocked. But you have to be sitting there saying, okay, well, it's still like this is Von Miller we're going against. And even if he just has a little bit left in the tank, he's certainly going to be emptying it out uh, going up against the Broncos on Monday Night Football. You know what concerns <laughs> the hell out of me is hearing Todd Davis, a former teammate of Von Miller, 
good friends say Vaughn is going to be unbelievably motivated for this game. Yep. <laughs> maybe it's just because Todd knows Vaughn really well, or maybe there's a reason he believes that. And uh, we've seen what a motivated Vaughn Miller can do when he gets in to the end of moments of games, when he's the most motivated in games, mm -hmm. when he gets into the playoffs, whether it was 2015, whether it was two years ago when he was with the Rams, he just tears things up. So if the Broncos are down in a one-score game with two minutes left and Russell Wilson's dropping back to pass, I think the game's over. I don't think the Broncos <laughs> have a chance because I think Von Miller is going to end the game. Not because Russ, but just I think because of Von Miller is going to end the game. So I think the Broncos have to be up with two minutes left or they're not winning this game. Yeah, um... So I was working on another thing. I will just say that... Uh, You're already transcribing your uh, Jaquan quote no, from Pat? No, I'm not transcribing my Jaquan quote from Pat. Oh, you would hear that. There would That's be true. sound. I'm That's not... True. Yeah. 45.4% uh, of people, extremely wrong. 40.7% of people, somewhat wrong. And 13.8% uh, <laughs> of people, not wrong. Because you should be extremely concerned. Mm. Like, it's... It's just insane. How could you not be scared? This is yeah. this is Vaughn's Super Bowl. Unless he actually goes to another Super Bowl. As he, <laughs> because he often does. Wouldn't he become the first player to ever win a Super Bowl with three teams? Yep. Uh, Which, when he signed goodness. with the Bills, it's like, yep. it, he's got a shot. And now the Bills are five and four. <sighs> what is up with the Bills? I don't know. And the crazy thing, week one, it was like, oh my God. Even after the game, Josh Allen's like, after he throws three picks, they lose to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. He's like, He's like, I don't, I don't know what happened. It's just like last year, I wasn't able to get out of the rut. Then they go out and have three incredible games. They blow every team out, including the Dolphins right after they blew out the Broncos. And it's like, okay, the Bills are back. Past five games, they're two and three. Wow. Two and three. It's, yeah. I bet on them the other night because it's just like, oh, give me a really good quarterback as an underdog yeah. in, in prime time. Like, yeah. Sign me up. And then it's just like, what are they doing? Yeah. Why do they look like this? Yeah. Okay. So... Somebody in the chat said uh, oh. that you and Quinn are voice okay. twins. Did you just pull up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you play good, the video? Good, yeah. Good job, Hank. You were doing something good over there. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to spell cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, time of possession is huge. Getting the snaps and, you know, constantly, you know, running the ball is, is a really big part of this, of this game in general. And so... You know, it allows us to keep continuing to build confidence, you know, in between every single play. Um, as a group on the O-line, you know, we're talking about how the combos felt or, hey, look at his hands. This, let's do that. You know, it's it's a constant you know, um, game, you know, in the trenches. And so it's it's been a lot of fun to, you know, to work through those together. What you guys I can I can hear some cadence somewhere. Yeah. This, yeah. But it is so. I heard a lot of wind. Yeah, uh, it was a windy day yesterday. But just like. <laughs> The beard, also. Mm. I mean, the facial hair Should is I like. Bring in the dreads. Oh, <laughs> do the opposite of how we've ever known you. Yeah, I just oh. don't think so. Has anyone known you at this company without that hair? Ooh. Yes. You yes. had long hair at the very beginning. Not long hair. I just had a different hairstyle. Okay. Because that quickly changed, though. Yeah. Yep. This one is probably for life. Wow, you we found need, it. We need some sort of bet. Like, if Quinn wins some award, we all just grow out dreads. No. It's like, wow. wow. Well, if you, if you really want to just say MVP. no, then MVP is there. That's our line. It's like, he Super wins Bowl MVP, MVP doesn't do I it. Like, dreads. Pro Bowl in a Super Bowl this year? Does that do it? No. What uh, would uh. happen? How would a guard win MVP? 
I don't know. It's not possible. Like, you almost need to have, like, a massive package of trick plays. A massive what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like... That is a good start. It's like, if, if somehow right. you get, like... He gets, like, four touchdowns. Nope. And also... You know what it is? It, you also need, like, a tush-push sort of thing where oh. he gets the ball. No. What, what if... Okay. Mm. Imagine, like, the Incredible Hulk plays football. Okay. And so, like, wow. it's so very clear that this gigantic yeah. human is on the field. <laughs> and instead of just giving them the ball, they just decide we're going to play him at guard. And that's how you win MVP. Like, yeah. he just runs down the field, just smacks everyone. They fly out of the exactly. way. The running back just walks into the end zone. So like, you literally can't be human to do yep. this. Yeah. I you're think like, you're right. also would be a hilarious coaching decision. <laughs> it would be. It would be. <laughs> you just, like, consistently just, like, pancake the first guy. Like, kind of, like, help out with a double team with, like, a shove then just yeah. take on another guy. And there's run for, like, nine yards of pop behind you every single time. I like to imagine, like, Mike Munchek is the head coach of this team. <laughs> oh, he's wow. just like, I see you as a guard. Let's get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, dude, guard. no one can tackle him. Just give him the ball. He's like, no, 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 no. Let's just do it this way. Wow. I do. Now that, now that I think of it, we need to find a way to get Quinn Miners the ball. I'm in. Mm, yeah. There's got to be a way to do it. Has anyone ever tried an end around but to an offensive lineman. <laughs> I think you probably run more vertically than horizontally, I guess. But imagine, like, it looks like he's just pulling, and then it just, mm. he gets, gets oh. the ball. And oh, yeah. Wow. It'd be like, you'd almost have to, you'd have to be like shotgun, and you have to snap, step pause, pull, and then you hand it off. And Right. Well, I think it's like you're, you're making it look like you're going to pitch it. And then you go, and then you hand it inside. Uh. So it's a different version of the uh, little flip play in the red zone area where you flip it to someone <coughs> underneath instead of tossing it outside. Kind of, yeah. Mm, I like that. Could it would, you... It's only cool if it works. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> all I can think of and all any coach play caller can think of is like, think about how much uh, Skangs, Rich Gangrello, yep. was roasted for starting his career with the Broncos with a Noah Fant end around, uh, end around that, what was it, two yard, two yard loss, three yard loss? Might have even been more. Maybe even more. Could you imagine if you did that with a guard yep. and it ended up, I mean, best case scenario for a worst play is like a five yard loss? Could you imagine if the guard fumbles it or yeah, the exchange oh yeah. is messed up? Oh my gosh, you are never letting that down unless yep. you like win a Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. Usually I wouldn't put somebody on blast publicly like this, but Nick is doing our clips, right? Yeah. He posted he posted the clip of uh, Pat talking about Justin Jefferson. Tagged uh, Justin Jett instead, who was the uh, best actor <laughs> in the 2023 Ad Duff Awards, um, which is um, an adult film. Oh, no! no! Yeah, he's got 168,000 followers. Did, did he interact with it? <laughs> Honestly, you should no. probably just leave it up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoops. We think Pat can shut him down. Shout out, Nick. While we're on the subject, I want Zach to react in real time to the first video that made the Timberwolves Brazil account okay, go cool. viral. Yep. So here you go, Zach. Oh that's where that gosh, came you from. You are kidding yes. me. Oh, I didn't know that's where that came from. Oh. He doesn't even want to look at it. He looked yeah. away immediately. Yeah, um, I don't like that. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> that was uh, and that, um, just many people have noticed um, that wrong at. I think we should leave it up. Um, it's like a Zach Stevens typo. <laughs> like, you just leave it, it up because it gets more interaction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have people uh, caught on? The well, only I thing just is, like, if you click on the profile, is it is it not safe for work? I mean, 
I've only we like, need you to do this work for us, Henry. The top of the bio is like eighteen and like a slash through it. Okay. So I'd guess that you can't be eighteen or over is what that means. Someone needs to take that picture of Henry yesterday that got tweeted of him looking at his <laughs> computer. Yeah. Well, I just noticed because somebody responded, wrong profile, fellas, LMAO. Well, it's already been changed. No, it has not oh, been changed. Oh. Has it been changed? Has it been changed? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's been uh, lame. We should have left it up. <laughs> yeah. had to... I took a screenshot at least. Oh, uh, it's yeah, permanent. it's very clear when you click on the profile. Is All it? Right, yeah, send yeah, me yeah. a screenshot at least. Oh. Not of the profile. Of no, the not of the profile. Okay. <laughs> I'm just shook oh, from boy. all of that. Seeing that, seeing what you just... Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Nick is shook. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> he runs down here immediately. He uh, apologizes live. Um, hopefully Broncos country is not doing that on Monday night, apologizing for Vaughn for... Uh, discounting him that would be what shame. he can do it would because yep. that would be bad news but if you want to make some money on this game go check out our friends over at DraftKings sportsbook use the code dnvr when you sign up in order to get 200 dollars instantly and bonus bets when you place a five dollar bet on anything you can place a five dollar bet on anything and they're going to give new customers 200 dollars and bonus bets instantly check out our friends over at DraftKings sportsbook download the app to get in on this deal where uh, we've got just an awful Thursday night game. Who do you guys like? Bears, Justin Jefferson is doubtful to play. They're a three-point favorite. Is Justin Jett going to play? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. He's probably not, did busy. I say Justin Jefferson? I'm at Justin Fields. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Justin Fields, yeah, not to be confused with, confused with Justin Jett. Or Justin Fields. <laughs> or Justin, you know, you know that's out there. Um... <laughs> Justin Fields is... Just inside. Ju wow. That goes <laughs> oh, back to that God. Brazil account. <laughs> um, the Playing against the Panthers. They're a three-point dog. Who do you guys like? You got the flag thrown on you. Um, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'll, just say, I'll just say I'm going to the Avs game tomorrow night. So... You're just going to stay away. Count me out for this one. I went wow. to the Avs last night. It was electric. Mm. Yeah. Had to kill a seven and a half minute penalty. It was crazy. <sighs> that was good. I guess they ridiculous. didn't really kill it, but they also scored on it. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Justin Fields not playing. Doubtful. <sighs> Doubtful. Okay. So, so that's, no, me the that's good news for the Bears. Yeah. The so you get plus 150, though. Really? Yeah. Yes, I mean, you get plus money. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. That's why I like it. I like yeah. it. Bryce Young. Yeah, I wouldn't take it if Fields was playing, though. An honor of Pat. Roll Tide. And check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer. And you must be 21 or older. Um, let me let me read this. Ready, guys? Must be 21 or older. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake, Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, real quick, little update on the whole Justin Jefferson uh, Twitter <laughs> account saga. 
Uh, saga. 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 So, yeah. Sorry. There you go. That's a tough one for me, too. Um, I'm being confused with Saka. We have updated the uh, post, and by we, I mean uh, our friend Nick over there, uh, to at Justin Jeffer him, who is a <laughs> verified profile account on Twitter, nearing 1,000 followers. Um, Nick! This is awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Could you imagine if the Justin Jefferson... Could you imagine if the Justin Jefferson had 998 <laughs> followers? What? <laughs> Jay Jettas. No, it's Jay How about Justin Jeffer him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad that we missed out on the. Most good accounts are. Yeah, he doesn't want to pay. <laughs> I love that. Jeez, our social media uh, manager can't figure this out. I'm wow. so sad. That we miss out on the opportunity of Justin Jet X quote tweeting us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know. Uh, I, I, it still like, bothers see, me. I'd like to see Pat it's, me down. It still bothers me that in his bio, there's, a, there's like an emoji that's an 18 that's crossed out. That means you can't be 18. It should be, yes, you have to be 18. In Justin Jefferson's actual account? No, in no. Justin Jet's account. Yeah, so his actual account. Friend of the program, so Justin confused. Jett. <laughs> I'm so confused. No, Justin Jett is the first person we tagged who is not Justin Jefferson. Oh, 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 At Justin oh, Jeff, oh. Jeffer, him is the second guy who's also not Justin Jefferson. <laughs> uh, still looking for the update on <laughs> what his Twitter <laughs> handle is. It's there. No, okay. So uh, what is it? What's his real one? How far? Jett is too, but his name's not in his bio at all or anything. His name is Jay Jett. Oh. And his name is Jay Jett. Yeah, uh, yep. 274,000 followers. That Sounds like a football yeah. player. And would you look at that? It's and you clearly thought, him like, in the profile picture. Justin Jett, he plays the X wide receiver. I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, instead of X rated. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. 18, <laughs> it means 18 or older. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy this happened while I was on the I show. Oh, this is great news. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to uh, the Blind Swordsman. Says in a super chat, I went to a concert for Halloween. Went as a starving college student with two kids. I loved all of the guys' costumes. Jerry and Pat were the best. Is that uh, the, the joke? Is that he went in as himself? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, wow. Yeah, probably. Well, good luck. <laughs> well, no, it already happened. I just mean in the future. Oh, in the future. Yeah. If oh, there are true. starving are college starving. students yeah, yeah, with yeah, two it's kids. True. It's true. Yeah. Do we only have 70 likes you got here? Uh, no. Wow. Okay. Nice. Very good. What's fitting. up with that? First of all, Pats are tans on the show. Yeah. Which yep. means good point. we have plenty of football talk. Yep. We've had like the best podcast in a while, according to the chat. Outside of that, 70 likes. I also just got a text from a random number that says, Hey, Diana, it's Joan. Let's go golfing tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> do wow. you think they have a wrong number intentionally, or do you think this is a spam? It does seem like a, a spam. If I thought it was an accidental thing, I would respond like, Hey, sorry, this isn't Diana, but I'm down to golf. <laughs> but that's exactly what the spam would want you I to know, do. I know. Exactly. Yeah. It's like they know me. Right, right, right. Um, or they're like, oh, sorry, but I am in town right now. Do you want to meet up? Give yeah, me your social security number. Right, and right, say, right. Well, Ooh. no, I think this is taking a weird turn right, right now. Right, it's true. Yeah, like tagging the wrong at on Twitter. 
Um, wow. yeah, I'm glad nice. that Tyson is here saying the off-topic pods are the best because I just know the YouTube comments are going to be like, every time RK's on here, the show is so <laughs> dumb. But see, those are the people we were trying to weed out anyway. Fair. But they see, don't we, belong here. We also just had like real good football talk. I oh, mean, yeah. We had the Broncos' best player. We on. did. We yeah. did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, yeah. Real good football talk being the best football player alive, potentially. Like, take away positional value. Yep. Potential best football player alive on the podcast for 30 minutes. Yep. Pretty good for football talk, if you ask me. I'd say so. All right. Is that it? Nice little balance. That's it? We're done? I think think that's it. We we should all have like just one more football take so it isn't all nonsense for the second half of the podcast. (gasps) We talked um, about Von Miller. We did. We did. We did, did, yeah. Uh, My football take is the overcorrection to passing is coming around and running the ball is about to become in vogue again. That's Mm, a good one. Led by the Broncos? The Broncos are on the forefront. The Broncos and the Titans, and especially as they transition to Will Lutz or um, Will Levis. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope Will Lutz even, isn't their even more so if it's Will. Le- I gotta tell you what, Sean Payton. Anytime he gets an opportunity, he goes out of his way to say how damn good Will Lutz is and how <laughs> important he is to this team. Just yesterday. Um, he was talking about how the team's improved, and he goes, well, we're running the ball more, the defense is stopping the run more, and I gotta say, the kicking game, we're just winning, and he said, I can't tell you how big of a deal that is that we win that department nearly every single week. Yep. And it's just him being like, I got the right guy. Mm-hmm. I do think that uh, like, there's some people who like you coach hard and say, like, you're, you're a piece of shit, you're terrible. And then he goes and like goes to the work workout room and does all of his things or whatever. He's motivated exactly. By it. And there's other people who you just need to like prop up, up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And a kicker who's had like confidence problems in the past that he's been open mm. about. I do think that that's what's happening. I think it's like, Will, we really love you. We're not worried about anything. We love you. We love you. We love you. Just go do you. Like you're doing great. Like you're no day. You know. Nick, can you clip this part and then tweet it? Just don't accidentally tag Willie Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> of Will Lutz. Uh. <laughs> well, uh. we know Sean's on Twitter sometimes. Maybe Sean would correct or would notice the uh, the error. That's true. Wow. That's true. <laughs> wow. He'd be like, "Congrats, Will, on the new gig." <laughs> <laughs> um. What's your football take? Quinn Miner should be a Pro Bowler. Ooh, good one. Oh. And honestly, I don't even think it Dreads should be a conversation. Uh, no, not unless it's a group decision. What about okay. beard dreads? <laughs> does, does, does Todd Ooh. have to cut his? <laughs> he does the opposite. He has to <laughs> donate his to us. Wow. Uh, Which one would be tougher for us to grow dreads or for him to cut his? Uh, like, definitely grow. Personally? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for him. Yeah. Okay. A lot of work has gone into that, and he like actually likes them, which because they're sick. Counter argument: You can cut them in about five minutes. It takes like years to grow them. That is true. 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 Harder. Physically, right. easier mentally, emotionally, mm. yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we've we've all seen what Quinn does in the running game. He's insane, um, and in the passing game, he hasn't given up a sack. So when you combine those two things, he he's one of the three or four best guards in the NFL. The Broncos' offensive line has, is only going to get better if Sean Payton sticks to running the foot. That's what he built this offensive line for. He said, "I'm building this offensive line." <laughs> to run the damn football. And when he does that, they're really good. When he makes the tackle specifically so far this year, Mike McGlinchey, when he when he strains him and makes them drop back to pass 45 times, mm-hmm. that's when they struggle. So yep. if we stick with this type 
of game plan, of running the ball 40 times, dropping back 20 to 25 times, that's going to help everyone. Everyone. And in the in the comments, <coughs> Ivan says, give Lloyd Cushenberry some love, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Lo yep. Lloyd's had his best year by far. And think, give Sean some love. He's the one who's drawing up all these plays where you get Lloyd 15 yards downfield in space because that's what he's good at. Like, it's all these screens and stuff where you get him out there. Like, I know people at points have gotten a little annoyed with the screens. That, yep. I mean, that's just how it works. If a play works, you're like, oh, do that every time. And then the one time it doesn't, you're like, no, never again. What are you thinking? <laughs> but, I mean... Lloyd has also played really, really well. My last football take is that Brendan Langley and Mike McGlinchey, I think, would get along great. <laughs> Both don't like going backwards. Oh, wow, that was pretty great good. Football take <laughs> to end on after a pod of a lot of good football <laughs> talk with All some, good football talk. some other shenanigans yeah. mixed in, uh, and we're gonna be out of here. Uh, we've got a big, uh, big day today yeah. at, at DNVR. We had Pat Sertan on earlier, Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick. Join in the Av show later mm -hmm. today, so make sure to in these stay seats. tuned. In these seats. Crazy. Yeah. Warm it up, Henry. Oh, it's warm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. See ya. Flying cotton